take that song just for a moment. Who it is that we serve. Hallelujah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe upon him Because he so loved the world that his people that would believe upon him would never see death but could live in this life victoriously in victory and power authority ruling and reigning as royalty priests and kings is what the word says that we are in Christ Jesus God's not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. The enemy wants you to think that you're bombarded with all these circumstances and situations in your lives. That he would breed a morsel of fear dwelling up in your mind. But God's not giving you that. In Christ Jesus, we don't have to put up with that. In Christ Jesus, we are rulers. In Christ Jesus, we rule and reign. And we don't, we don't have to wait until He comes back and seats us in the very heavenlies. For in Christ Jesus, we are already seated in the heavenlies. He says, my kingdom is in you. Because of Christ Jesus, we are in the kingdom of God. And that kingdom is inside of you. And God is waiting for His people to release that kingdom from within. Hallelujah. I want to give a quick testimony. Amen. Some of you heard this before. Some of you maybe you haven't. Amen. During our praise and worship service, we were sitting right over here. Jeanette and I were worshiping and praising the Lord. Long story short, I said, Lord, how do I release the kingdom of God that's within me that you say is within me? How do I release the kingdom of God? And I saw in the spirit a stirring in my belly. You know, the Holy Ghost is in you. If you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit is in you. That's why the kingdom of God is in you. Amen. And I saw in the spirit this stirring in my belly, and I saw these things coming up through my chest, over my tongue, and through my lips. And I said, Lord, what is this? He says, It's the words that you speak. Well, what are you saying to me? I said, Lord, how do I release the kingdom of God that's within me? He said, By the words that you to release into this earth the kingdom of God. We can do that all because Jesus died on that cross. I'm going to say something, you know, and, and I, I'm sure maybe I'll get a lot of flack, but, you know, that's okay. I told somebody earlier they had broad shoulders. Well, I got broad shoulders too, I reckon. <laughs> Amen. Without Jesus, you ain't got no hope. 
I'm not here to tickle your ears. I'm not here to cater to you and make you feel good. I'm here to serve you. Like Christ said to his disciples, I'm a servant of yours. I'm your servant. And I will serve you. But as Jesus spoke strongly, mightily, and powerfully and released the kingdom of God in the earth, so am I going to speak to you. I will not always tell you what you want to hear, but I'll tell you what's on my heart to tell you. In love, the same way Jesus did it. And church, I'm telling you this morning, the Christian has got to step up and rise up. We've got to begin to walk in this earth as whom we are. And we are truly Christ in this earth. We've heard it for, for a decade around here. Really, two decades. That word started in about 2002 before this church was even birthed. That we are Christ in this earth. And God wants His people acting like Christ in the earth. Speaking like Christ in the earth. But what are you saying to us, Steve? I'm just saying what's on the inside of you. Release it to the outside of you through the words that you speak. Amen. Hallelujah. Without Jesus, there's no hope. But with Christ... All things are possible. Amen. Amen. I know that we face things in this life, you all. All of us could raise our hands and say, man, I'm facing some stuff right now. I know we face things in this life. But can you imagine trying to handle it without the help of the Lord? I've tried to handle it without the help of the Lord. All I would do is make it a lot worse. You know? try to handle our circumstances, our situations with the help of the Lord, before you know it, we get an idea. <laughs> yeah, that's not just us getting an idea, brother. That's the Holy Spirit releasing that gift of wisdom and knowledge, our wisdom to us. Possibly knowledge as well. Amen. Hallelujah. And then boom, all of a sudden, yeah, that's it. Amen. But that don't happen for you unless Jesus reveals it to you. It's not revealed to you in that victorious magnitude. Oh, he'll reveal things to you, drawing you. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Christian walking victoriously in this life. He reveals it to you because of the blood he shed. Because of his love that sent him to that cross. And that blood of Jesus is your very defense against the strategies of the devil. Why am I one that pleads the blood? Because it's my strategy against the devil. All the wiles of the enemy. That's why I plead the blood of Jesus. I go into that courtroom called life. My plea is not guilty by the blood of Jesus and because of the blood of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Just on my heart to tell you this morning, you can do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond because of Jesus in you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We got a testimony somebody would like to share this morning? Hallelujah. Anybody? Justin? I just want to say last Sunday it was a gift. Hang on just a minute here, brother. We got to get you on. We got to kind of get used to this. We're in the process of getting a new camera and a new camera ain't going to pick up sanctuary sounds. Last Sunday was a gift when I got that done. I felt like I've dealt with it a lot. I've felt Steve a lot. It's like, when they get me under the water, I come back up. It's felt like a new me. Praise the Lord. This past week, I have not sat and thought about the things that I used to have to sit and think about. Another one that says, um, 
the day shall come when the reaper shall overtake the sower and the treader of grapes, the sower seed. Again, that's speeded up time. So, and and then Bill Winston is teaching on we're not in time. We're in eternity because of where our spirit is. He said you can override time. And I believe that. But you have to understand how to do it. And I'm listening to him more and more because I want to understand how to do it. By faith, you have to do these things, of course. And I just want to thank God for all he's doing. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Give God a great big hand clap. Amen. Give God another great big hand clap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want to miss anybody. Anybody else got a testimony they'd like to share? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to put in perspective Phyllis's testimony. If it's all right with Phyllis, I'm going to share what God put on my heart to share with her as her and I spoke earlier this week. Amen. Uh, and, and you have to understand her, her test was done before this house prayed for her. So the test results that, that were taken were taken Thursday or Friday of last week. Two weeks ago. Week and a half ago, yeah. They were taken Thursday or Friday. Here's Sunday when we prayed. Amen. So no wonder they saw something because the test was taken before we prayed. Did you get that? Did you catch that? Amen. So test, prayer, amen, another test coming, amen. So we're not looking backwards, we're looking forward to the next test, hallelujah, for God to prove himself to be strong, amen, based on the prayer that took place last Sunday, amen, glory to God. Can you say amen? Y'all didn't act like you got that. You got that? Oh, glory, hallelujah. You didn't catch a word that I said there, amen. It's one word for God to prove himself out here, amen. Remember that word, prove. Oh, look at I'm getting ready to get excited. Y'all going to go with me? Uh, 
least one of you going to go with me. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, praise the Lord. We'll talk about it a little bit later, okay? Amen. All right. Hallelujah. So I'm going to give a testimony. I didn't know when I was going to do this. Amen. But I'm going to go ahead. Today we got a short message. Amen. It's only like three pages long. So we got a short message today. So we'll be able to get through it pretty quick. Hallelujah. So I want to give a testimony. Y'all saw me come in here with this broken down hanger. Woo! Yeah, that's what this is, is a broken down hanger, amen, right? Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Now, let me hold this up here, Lord. To God be all the glory, amen. Okay, so, you know, uh, Jared and I was out here this week, and, and I'm really going to just kind of like try to get through this without crying and laughing and snorting and, and snotting and everything else, amen. I'm proud I didn't have to say that, did I? Amen. But I'm just, I, I just blessed me so much. Hallelujah. So we were up here in the attic. Can you imagine me in the attic? Jerry, you can't imagine me in the attic. <laughs> so Jared back here on this side, and I'm over on that side. Amen. And, and we had been working for quite some time trying to run a cable. We have a three-inch PVC pipe up there that goes from this end to that end. And the only way to get anything from this end to that end is through that three-inch PVC pipe. You know, we were so smart that we put it in there when, when we did the reconstruction back in 2008 or 2010, whenever it was. We were really smart, brother, putting that pipe in there. But one thing we didn't put in there, Terry, that we did this time was a pull string. Y'all know what a pull string is? You got it, didn't you, Tristan? Amen. Yeah. We didn't put a pull string in there to pull other items through the pipe. Amen. All right, so we're out here with us. Now, Jared, please don't let me offend your fish tank, brother. <laughs> we're out here with a hundred-foot flimsy fish tank, and it's kind of—I mean, it's flimsy. All right, Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're playing in that pipe with the fish tank, Jared. He went up and down and out of his attic twice as much as I did. Amen. Praise the Lord. And, and, and he gets the bright idea. He says, "Man, I'm going to do it this way, brother Steve." And, and, but the first thing that really impressed me, amen, is he sat right back there in that chair, and he took this fish tape, and I was standing right behind where Justin is, and, and Jared said, this is going to work in the name of Jesus. I know this is going to work. Fish tape, you just go right through that pipe and do what you're supposed to do. I know this is going to work. Lord, make this work. Make us get this cable through here in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. And I said, man, I have to be honest with you, Jerry, I ain't used to Jerry doing this. That tells me Jerry's growing. Amen? That's all right, brother. That tells me you're growing. Right? Hallelujah. And I'm sitting there, brother Gene, and I, I'm doing this. Wow. You know, I'm jumping in my spirit saying, wow. Jerry's getting it done. And then all of a sudden I said, yes, Lord, I agree in Jesus' name. Amen, Lord God. So Jared goes up here and he puts that cable, ties it to his fish tape, and we tape it all up and everything, or he does, amen. Well, he starts running it backwards. Fish tape with the cable tied to the fish tape, amen. Well, he's working, and I'm, I'm down here walking back and forth. I say, Lord, please get that thing through that. Lord, we just, we got, y'all don't understand, it's like, I don't know, 730 at night, amen. And just that, Lord, please get that thing through there. Well, I hear it. You know, when you're inside of a sewer, you can hear the sewer cable even above the ground. Well, I hear this fish tape up here. Lord, that thing ain't going no further than that right there. Lord, Jared prayed. Wait a minute. Let me go right back here. So I walk back here to that back man. That 
thing is all the way back here, Lord. So he got from there all the way back to that back van. We were about 10 feet or so from going through the pipe, 10 or 12 feet. Hey, Jared, let me go up there. And I've got this stick I found. Years ago, Jeanette and I brought in this 12-foot stick to change these bulbs. We don't work. We have to use a ladder. <laughs> so that stick's been back here in that closet, brother, for years. And I walk around looking for something to reach up in that pipe because I know he's way back here. You know, we just need a little bit of help. Well, I found that stick, 12-foot stick. You know, it's in three sections, so it unfolds. That's how it fits back here. That's not story. So anyway, I get up in that attic, and I'm crawling through it's hard. Man, you got duck, it's like that. Can you imagine Pastor Steve crawling under duck on floor joints? Like, like that low, amen, praise God. So get over here by where this pipe is, and I, I take my light, and I look up, well, that thing is right there. So then I get this bright idea of extending this stick out, Brother Gene. I stick it in that pipe. And we work for another 30 or 45 minutes, and it just don't go nowhere, okay? It don't go nowhere. And I said, turn the pipe, Jared. So he turned the pipe, kind of rotated what was inside, and we turned it several times. And then finally took that stick, and the idea came to me. Put pressure on it, pull. Did y'all catch that? The idea came to me. Put pressure on it, pull. Well, put pressure on it. God gave me the idea, you all. That's a gift of wisdom. Put pressure on it and started to pull. Mm. <laughs> Y'all don't understand. I'm not having this hard like pressure on something. Mm. All of a sudden, Jerry said, Bow and move! I heard him from this. Bow and move! So we kept putting pressure on him. I said, Well, here, let me look at it and see. So I set my pipe down. My 12 foot pipe was going way back into the back of the air district. I set it down and I smart enough to put the end of it under wires, Terry. Oh, uh, you're going to like this one, brother. You'll appreciate this. So then, oh, it's not coming close enough. Stuck it back in the pipe, fed it there. Did that like four or five times. This thing moved about a foot or two. Set my pipe down. Checked it again. Did that four or five times. The last time, that end was like within 10 to 12 inches of coming out of the pipe. Remember, I set my pipe down. I said, I don't need to put it underneath no wires or nothing because I can probably reach in there and get that. I set my pipe down, went to look, and I heard, boom! My pipe slid out of the attic on its own all the way into the nursery floor. <laughs> you appreciate that, don't you, brother? You know what that is. So here I am crawling up in this little video space. I said, Lord, I cannot crawl up in this space. And y'all got to understand, me and Jared are like drenched and sweat. We were so bright that we went in the attic at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> so here it is about 8.30 at night. And we did come down, break, took breaks and drink water so we're being safe. 8.30 at night, I wouldn't be too safe, you all, I have to admit I know I push myself to the limit when I start to chill. I had a chill go through me when that pipe went down on the floor. I said, Lord, I know I'm taking a lot of time, but you all, you're going to get it. I said, Lord, 
I've got to tell Jerry we've got to go down. I just can't take no more. In other words, Steve got to his end. Come on now. You know where this is going, don't you, Kevin? Steve got to his end. And I said, Lord, i got to go down. I just cannot physically take this anymore. Jared prayed, Lord. I agreed. Lord, what am I to do? And all of a sudden, I was, I was like, yes, looking down at this in the attic. I opened my eyes. I had this idea because I saw this thing land on the truss. I said, that looks like a hanger. Lord, that looks like... Here, let me do it like this. I'm up here. Lord, that looks like a hanger. It was already like that with the hook. Lord, that looks like... Hey, that, ain't, that can't be no hanger. It's got to be one of them white wires. That's what I said. I was to my end, and I said, Lord, that looks like a hanger. And I said, Lord, that can't be... I done nullified what I was believing for. Come on now, I know you got that. That looks like one of them white wires. Let me get a little closer so I bent down as much as I could to get... Oh, Lord, that's a hanger. Then you should have seen me trying to get the hanger. That's another funny one. But we're not going to go there. So bent down, got the hanger. Stuck the hanger up there. And within five minutes, had that cable pulled through. Here's the, here's the point behind the story, you all. I got to my end. I had to come down because I had pushed myself as far as I could go. God knew the struggle I was going to have coming down. God provided. He provided something as simple as a hanger. I only had 10 or 12 inches to get the end through that pipe. I tried to put my hand up through there. You know what I saw? Was that show 911? <laughs> But my hand, no matter how I bent it, brother, it wouldn't go in there. And I said, maybe I could force it. I said, no. That's when I saw that show 911, somebody cutting that pipe, get my hand out of the pipe. <laughs> That's what they do. They do stupid stuff like that, and then they have to cut the pipes and stuff. You, you know what I'm saying, amen? So there, there, there it is. God provided. God provided. I got to my end, and God provided. Hallelujah. So when you feel like you're at your end, keep trusting. God will provide for you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. I told Jared that hanger's a message. Amen. That hanger's a message. Hallelujah. Why does he do that? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. That whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Even life here on this earth. You don't have to wait. The Christian does not have to wait until they enter into the glory of heaven to have vital, victorious, fruitful life. You do it now. You do it now. Justin was raised up along with the others, raised up into newness of life. That's why you have felt the way you felt. The Word says that like Christ Jesus, as He was raised, so are we who are baptized, raised into newness of life. That's why you have felt the way you have felt this week. That's why you have felt the way you have felt this weekend. That's why I yelled at that fishing tape. <laughs> yeah, amen. Praise the Lord. Y'all understand what's being said? You get to the end of what you can do. Don't, don't stop. God will provide for you. Amen. 
just like he provided a little old hanger to pull the wire. Amen. I don't know about you, but that blesses me. It just blesses my socks off. And I won't tell you what I did when I finally got down or what Jared had to do for me, but that's another story. God is good, church. God is good. I'm just so excited about what he's doing for us. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mark, Terry, thank you all for praise and worship today. And let's give God a great big hand clap for Mark. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to get into the Word a little bit this morning. Got a message the Lord started dealing with me about. It uh, shouldn't take too long. I won't even say that because you never know about me. Uh, but I want you to turn with me, if you would, in your Word to Luke chapter 22. <clears throat> Amen. Luke chapter 22. If I had the title today's message, and some of you might have seen it there on Facebook, Faith That Does Not, in capital letters, Fail. Faith that does not fail. Amen. Uh, Luke chapter 22, let's look here at verse 31. It says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. And he said unto him, he being Simon, said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both into prison and and to death. That was his confession right there. I am ready to go with you both into prison and into death. And Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before you have three times denied that you even know me. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the word, Lord God. Father God, we just thank you for the testimonies of today, Lord, and for the things that you're doing for each and every one of us. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord God, Oh, hallelujah. I just speak victory and vitality to all of your people, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I thank you that through Christ we are more than victorious. And in his name we can do all things, hallelujah, according to your word. We thank you, Lord, as we ask that this word would go forth, that it would encourage, edify, challenge, and build faith of your people. And teach us, Holy Ghost, for you are truly the great teacher according to the word of God. In Jesus' name, and let the house of the Lord say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. So here in verse 31, Jesus says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Amen. So Satan wants to sift the child of God, amen, like wheat. Hallelujah. Now what, what do I mean by that? Turn over here, if you would, to... Uh, uh, verse First uh, uh, Peter chapter five. It's a familiar text of scripture, and I think we actually touched on this a little bit last week or two weeks ago, even. Amen. But we've got to understand the child of God has got to understand that we have an adversary. We have an enemy, and he don't like it. He don't like it whenever somebody gives their heart to the Lord. He definitely does not like it whenever somebody is is walking victoriously, when somebody is walking with full vitality, amen, in Christ Jesus, and working for Christ Jesus. The devil does not like that, amen. So here in 1 Peter uh, chapter 5, verse 8, it says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, so the devil's our adversary, is a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. He's going about this earth seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, 
knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Catch this now. This is what I want you to focus on. We know we got an enemy. We know that he's trying to sift us as wheat. We know that he's trying to bring turmoil into our lives. Amen. But catch verse 10. It says, but the God of all grace. Woo! I love that word, but. But the God of all grace. He just shifted right there. But the God of all grace who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. All humankind is called unto eternal glory by Christ Jesus. But not all humankind will accept that calling and accept Christ Jesus as their Lord and Savior. I'm sorry to say it, but that's just the truth. And that's the way people are, unfortunately. The Word of God says that it's His will that all would be saved and none would perish. Amen. That's why He sent Jesus because as we talked a few weeks ago, the law was insufficient, but Jesus is more than sufficient. Amen. Amen. Oh, it's a great place for a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. But the God of all grace, who has called us into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, make you complete, he establishes you, he strengthens, and he settles you. Amen. So after... The, the term here, suffered, amen, in verse 10, it means to experience a sensation or impression, usually something that's painful. So after you've had that painful experience for a while, just know that you belong to Jesus and there's deliverance on the other end of it, amen. Because you belong to Jesus, it's set in order. You're not going to stay there unless you keep yourself there. But Jesus has already provided the way for you to move up out of that place, amen. Move up out of that painful situation where you might find yourself and to begin to step into deliverance that you would be complete, that you would be established, that you would be strengthened, and that you would be settled, amen, hallelujah. Does everybody understand that? Yes. Praise God. All right, so back over here to Luke chapter 22. Just remember, we've got an adversary, the devil, and he's trying to sift us as wheat. Amen. So Jesus told Peter, he said, you know, look, you got Satan, and he desires to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. And the term sift here in the Greek means to riddle figuratively by, catch this, inward agitation. To try one's faith to the verge of where that faith is overthrown. That's right. Riddle. Sit. Jesus said, Peter, he's going to come after you. And he's going to try to cause some stuff to take place within you. That's the riddle. And because he's going to try to do that, he's going to bring an inward agitation to you to where it's going to move you to a place to where he's going to try to overthrow your faith. Okay, everybody catch that? Amen. Hallelujah. So Satan wants to overthrow our faith. Satan wants our faith to fail. He wants our faith to fail. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So in verse 32, Jesus says, But I have prayed for you. I have prayed for you that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus prays that his 
faith fails not. Hallelujah. So fail in the Greek means simply to cease or fail. You, I pray that your faith ceases not. Is what Jesus is saying to him. And Jesus goes on and says, but when you're converted, see that you strengthen your brother. It's like Jesus already knew what was going to happen. Y'all believe that? Amen. He already knew what was going to happen. He already knew what was going to take place with Peter. Amen. Praise the Lord. So converted here means to revert, come again, or go again. It means to return. It means to turn about or turn again. But I have prayed for you that you will be converted, or when you are converted, you're going to strengthen the brethren. So something was going to take place with Peter that he was going to have a need to be converted or turned around or returned to a place where he was. Let me explain that. Today's more, I believe, more the Lord's trying to teach us something here. And he's trying to teach us how our faith does not fail. Amen. So revert in a dictionary means to come back or go back to a former condition, a former period, or a former subject. I want you to remember turning back and going to a former condition. Amen. So Jesus says, I'm praying that, that, that your faith fails not, but hey, when, basically when your faith fails I, and you're converted, you're going to come back to this former condition that you are right now. Okay, everybody got that? Amen. Praise the Lord. All right, so let's skip over here. Uh, well, let me finish 33 and 34. In verse 33, he says, And he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. That's Peter's confession right there. Amen. And he said, I tell you, Peter, before the cock crows uh, three times today, you're going to uh, deny me and, and, and deny that you knew me. Amen. Look over here for me, if you would, over to Luke 22. Let's look at verse 30, or 54. So now they're at a place where Jesus has been arrested. So he's gone up before the council. And in verse 54, it says, Then took they him and led him and brought him into the high priest's house. And Peter followed afar off. In, in verse 55, it says, And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the, of, of the hall and were sat down together, Peter sat down among them. But a certain maid beheld him and sat by the fire and earnestly looked upon him, looked upon Peter, and said, This man was also with him. And Peter denied him, saying, Woman, I don't know this guy. Y'all know the story, right? He says, Woman, I don't know this guy. And then there was another guy in verse 58. And again, Peter didn't recognize him. He said, You know, he's one of them. And Peter said, No, I don't know him. I don't know him. I don't know who he is. And then here in verse uh, 60, there was another person who said, well, wait a minute, this fellow was with him, for he's a Galilean as well. And, and in verse 50, uh, 60, Peter says, I know not what thou sayest, and immediately while he spake, the cock crowed. So they arrested Jesus. Peter was following along. They went into the house. Peter was recognized three different times, three different times. He said, he said, I want you to get this. He said, I don't know him. He said, I don't know him. Remember that. Remember that as we go through the rest of this message. So Peter denied Jesus three times. It was Peter's professed denial of Jesus that his faith in Christ failed. It was Peter's professed denial 
of Jesus that his faith in Christ failed. All right, y'all are looking at me. It's okay. I'm looking at you. We're going we to keep on keeping on so we can fully explain this. Amen? Praise the Lord. All right, so the words that came out of Peter's own mouth were not words of faith or belief in Christ, but words or profession of denying Christ. You know, you can have good words come out or you can have bad words come out. In this case, three times, Peter had the wrong words coming out of his mouth. So in the denial, in speaking the denial that he knew Christ, his faith faltered and failed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 60, or by Peter's words of denying Christ, Peter's faith ceased or failed until he was converted or repented and came back to his former condition of faith. Amen. His former condition of faith in Christ. So let's look here at verse 62. It says, And Peter went out and he wept bitterly. What do you think Peter was doing when he wept bitterly? Say it. Repent. He was repenting. Remember what Jesus told him? When thou art converted. I pray that your faith fails not. But when you're converted, strengthen your brethren. Yeah, verse 62, Gene, I believe you're absolutely right uh, that Peter uh, was converted or returned, right, to his former state. Amen. Hallelujah. But his faith was restored during that uh, verse 62 when he went out and he wept bitterly. I don't know. Has any of us ever had to go out and weep bitterly because of things? I, I know I sure have. You don't, Gene's raising his hand. You don't have to raise your hand. But, you know, we all been there, right? Amen. Praise God that we're willing to repent. That's the key. Amen. That's the key. Praise God that we're willing to repent. Amen. So, so how do we as Christians put ourselves in a position where our faith does not fail? Now, this is getting ready to get into some good stuff, and I'm going to need y'all to hang on. Not that this hadn't been good, but, but all of it's good. Amen. Praise the Lord. But God gave me a revelation on some scripture this week that I've just been chomping at the bit to share with you. So, how do we as Christians put ourselves in a position where our faith does not fail? Okay, so first, let's understand what faith is. Amen. The Bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We hear that a lot, right? Amen. So we get in our word, we read, or we study our word. What does that do? That builds our faith according to the word of God. Today you are building your faith because you're hearing the word of God. Okay, you may not be looking at it, yet you are looking at it. Okay, you, you may not be reading out loud to yourself, yet as I read, then you're hearing the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word, the Word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So you have put yourself in a position just by fellowship on Sunday morning, hearing the Word of God, you have put yourself in a position to lead yourself to a place where your faith does not fail. Okay. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, so, so when we study or read God's Word, when we put ourselves in, in a, a coming together position like church, amen, when we do this, our faith in God is strengthened and it's increased. Hallelujah. Y'all ever leave this place feeling strengthened or increased in your faith? Well, if you shake your head, no, I was just going to give you the microphone. <laughs> just kidding. 
Amen. Hallelujah. I, 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 I've been right there with you. Hallelujah. To God be all the glory. Amen. So, also, let's turn to Hebrews chapter 11. Very familiar text of scripture. Most everybody could quote it. But we want to dissect this verse a little bit today. The Lord's uh, revealed a revelation to me, I believe, on this verse. And it just kind of is changing me even right now. Amen. So Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now who wants to understand that verse? <laughs> who not only wants to understand that verse, but who wants to apply that verse? Amen. Bless the Lord. Amen. Look, I'm right there with you. If I could raise both feet, I would. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I'm not talking too fast now. Okay. All right. So, if I need to repeat something, I'll say, Brother Steve, can you repeat that? It's okay to say that. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Hallelujah. So, let's look at some terminology here. Faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This term, faith, here in the Greek means persuasion, conviction of a truth, reliance upon Christ for salvation. I want you to remember what I'm getting ready to say. Constancy in such profession. Faith. Persuasion, conviction of a truth. Constancy of such a profession. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to repeat that several times or something similar to it. So the word substance, let's look at it. It means a setting under, like a support. So we supported this roof with these steel columns. We supported this roof with really long double or triple layer LVLs going down the side. We supported the root, okay? So substance means a setting under support. Essence, remember this word, or confidence. Confidence, amen. Hallelujah. The word hoped means to expect, confide, and trust. Remember trust, amen. Evidence means proof, okay? So while studying this, the Lord revealed something to me that I had not received before. I'm going to relay that to you today. So these words, faith, substance, hope, and evidence, they're placed in this verse in the order in which they are applied to produce manifested results. Let me say it again. These words, faith, substance, Hope and evidence, they're placed in this verse in order. It's in an order of application. So as we apply faith, which will lead into substance, I'm, I'm going to explain this here in a minute, which leads into our hope, which manifests in our evidence, amen. As we apply that, amen, and we apply that order, then that's when we see the proof, there's that word proof again, that's when we see the proof of God's word manifested in this life. Amen. Praise the Lord. So faith, let me say it this way. Faith is the constancy of our profession. Remember, that's part of the Greek definition for faith. Constancy in such profession. So faith is the constancy of our profession to the point we have such a confidence 
Amen. That's substance. Confidence is substance. That we trust and expect. That's hope. That's hope. What we are professing will be proved. That's evidence. Proved by manifested results. Amen. Praise the Lord. So first is faith. First is faith or profession of God's word. You've heard this in different ways before. I've never heard it ordered like this before. Faith, substance, hope, evidence. I've never heard it like that before. Amen. So the first is faith or profession of the word. Second, because of our profession or what we say, we are providing support with confidence. That's substance. We're providing support with confidence of what we are speaking. Amen. Which is God's word. Amen. Hallelujah. Third, profession of the word providing support with confidence produces within us a trust or expectancy. So profession of the word which provides support. Amen. Or confidence. Amen. It produces trust or expectancy for what? Let me read the last one. Fourth is profession of the word that produces support with confidence will bring forth within us a trust that expects to see proof of what we are professing. That's evidence. I want to read the last one again because it sums them all up. Profession of the word provides support with confidence that will bring forth within us trust that expects to see proof of what we are professing. So, what is faith? What is faith? Faith is professing God's word to the point where we have such confidence that is going to label support or instill support that creates such a trust that we're going to see what we're praying for and trusting for. How do you get to that point? You expose yourself or position yourself. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Amen? Amen. We need to begin to understand this verse right here. First comes our faith, our profession of the word. That profession develops a confidence within us. That's our substance. Because of that confidence, coupled with the profession of the word, we begin to develop a trust. A trust that we're going to see proof of what we're praying for. Our manifested results. Is any of this making sense to you? Amen. Maybe I'm making it harder than what it is. Okay, let me give you a real easy example. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, so I'm going to go out when I leave today, and I'm going to start my truck up, and I'm going to drive it home. Look, that's, that's just normal, right? I, I do that all the time. I do that all the time. I'm going to go out when I leave today. I'm going to start my truck up and I'm going to go home. I do that all the time. So in me doing that all the time, I have developed a confidence 
that when I turn that key and start the truck up, unless something abnormal takes place, it's going to start and my manifested result is going to be I'm going to travel home. i tell you something, church. It's really no different. It's, it, our profession of faith is the same application. I believe I'm going to go out here start my truck. I have confidence it's going to start. I trust because of that confidence that I'm going to go home. You see that? Okay, amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because, Phyllis, can I use you? Okay. All right. So, because of our profession of faith, Phyllis, okay, let's do it this way. Phyllis, when she requested prayer last week, she was professing her faith and following God's lead as he was leading her to ask the church to pray for her. She had confidence that as she requested that, that people were going to gather around her and pray for her. Amen. So that, that confidence, and catch this, this is a little morsel God did. God put it on Phyllis's heart to have Jeanette lay her hand on her thyroid. The same time he was putting it on Jeanette's heart to lay her hand on Phyllis's thyroid. And how much more encouragement is that? Amen. I leave. Praise the Lord. So because of the profession, she had the confidence to ask. It was way out of the norm for you, wasn't it? But she had the confidence to ask because she knew her church was going to come and pray. That confidence developed a trust that something has taken place within her. And I believe God has already confirmed what he's done because of what he put on her heart involving Jeanette. And what he put on Jeanette's heart, he confirmed it with Jeanette, amen, by putting the same thing on her heart. I hope that didn't go around Robin Hood's down, and I hope you all understood that, amen. Praise the Lord. My, my simple uh, explanation of going out and starting my truck is probably a little easier. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. So again, this verse is to be applied in the order in which it's written. I've said it ten times, I think. You apply it with faith, which is your profession. Amen. That faith is the substance or the confidence of things hoped for because of the profession and the confidence that's developed from the profession the hope or trust is developed, amen, that you're going to see a proof that's manifested in this life. Faith, substance, hope, manifested result. Y'all need to study this like I need to study this. Get this in us. There is something here that God wants to expose to us, amen, that I've never had exposed in my 30 plus years of ministry. Amen. Praise the Lord. So let's go on, and I'm going to reread it, and I'm going to read a couple of verses with it. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, amen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, amen, by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. We always have to be moved by sight, it seems like. Is that right? Typically, we have to be moved by sight. But God said, the things which are, the, the, the worlds were framed by the word of God. There was nothing. There was nothing. And what happened? God said, let there be. Da, 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 da. God said, let there be. Da, 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 da. Your faith is in your words. 
and what you speak, amen. amen. Hallelujah. It's it's strong, it, it's vitally strong. So just understand that your words, amen. Uh, I don't want to say that yet, Lord. I'm going to say it twice. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Amen. Right? Amen. amen. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Choose life. Amen. amen. Choose the word of God. Choose Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So Peter's faith, to, to back up the Peter, Peter's faith failed by his words in his denial of Jesus. That's what Jesus was talking about. I pray that your faith fail not. His faith failed by his words in the denial or denying of Jesus. Amen. That he even knew him. Amen. So if you want faith that does not fail, be careful of the words that you speak. Amen. Come on now. Hey, I'm preaching this to me more than anybody. Amen. I catch myself sometimes saying certain things. Amen. Make sure you're professing the word of the Lord in your situation. Hallelujah. Make sure in general conversation you are careful what comes out of your mouth. Amen. That's right. As Christians, we can we can affect. Catch this now. There is so much truth in what I'm getting ready to say. As Christians, we can affect the atmosphere that's around us. Amen. And we affect it by the words that we speak. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So again, I'm going to close with this. Don't say amen. It's okay. I want to close with saying it one more time. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. We choose the word of God. We choose Jesus Christ. I hope this better positions us to walk with the faith that We've got to concentrate on what we're saying. We tend to concentrate more so on what we're doing. I believe they go together. Jared prayed. Then we began to do. Along the way, we're throwing a little bit of a wrench, but God still provided in hand to make the project a success. You see? That's how God does it. There was proof because of the process. Your process is faith, substance, hope, then comes your evidence. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you, Lord, for this word. And Father, I know this is a word, at least for me, Lord God, that I need to meditate on this. I need to saturate it in my spirit, Lord. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, you are truly that great teacher, and I thank you for teaching us this word in this manner. Lord, as you seek deeply in our hearts this word, I ask that you just continue to help us to flow, Lord God, that we would have such a, a confidence, Lord God, established within our hearts, hallelujah, to trust you and even to expect, Lord God, the things that we speak, hallelujah, to come to pass because we speak your word. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for this, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, this, this message just kind of like scratches the surface of another teaching, Lord God, a significant teaching on the words we speak and, and, and speaking God's word. Lord, we thank you for it, Father, but we thank you for putting in order faith, substance, hope, and evidence. We thank you, Lord God, 
putting it in your divine order and seeding it deeply in our hearts as we grow in Christ Jesus. We give you the glory and the honor, Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be. Blessed be the King. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for encouragement. I thank you, Lord God, for stability in your people. Thank you, mighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to lift up Matt and uh, Hunter today. Amen. Uh, in prayer before we dismiss. Amen. Has anybody else got a prayer request, Justin? I got a couple. Um, one's for my son. Constantly, uh, we go to a doctor. Um, it's like he just keeps. Uh, it's almost like enough for us for patients to tell it, but it's like a runny nose constantly. It's just more in everybody in the house. Um, when I told my story before, about when he had his little stroke, um, he always kept this. So this week we are going to get tests done and. Uh, see uh, what the outcome's going to be. Uh, plus, he's getting the allergy test done. Um, so, prayers, uh, everything goes well and comes back. We can get him a little bit of help. Uh, second request is for the Caleb Conley's family. Say that again, Justin. Caleb Conley family. Third request is for I didn't know the people I seen on Facebook yesterday, last night. The three year old child that got hit by a vehicle in Montgomery County. Anybody else? Jay, I think you had your hand up. Yes, Lisa Clark and her family. Anybody else got a prayer request? Still continue to pray. Bobby Climbs, he's in uh, Cardinal Hill now. Rehabilitation? Yes. Anybody else, Joyce? Debbie. Amen. Anybody else? Gene? You know, Daddy's, Daddy's prayers are important too. But there ain't nothing any more important than Mama's prayers. Every mama in here knows at one time they had a sick child. If the mama's in this house and lay hands on this child, this stuff's got to bow out in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's got Amen. to go. Amen. Hallelujah. Take hope and let the mama's lay hands on him. Justin, hope and let the mama's pray for him. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Ladies, if you could have some of you. Uh, Reach out to Colton or go and lay hands on him. Circle him and Justin. Let's pray for him. Amen. Anybody else? Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you, Lord, for your goodness, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name, we come to you right now. And we trust you, Lord, to do what you say that you do, Father. We just give you the glory and honor and advance in the name of Jesus. 
And Lord, we pray for Colton right now, Lord God. We ask that you would move upon his body in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We thank you that the blood of Jesus was shed. He took those stripes upon his own body. Hallelujah. For his healing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Devil, in Jesus' name, we command you to take your hand off of him in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We just bind any strategy of the devil in the name of Jesus. And the word of God says, whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. And we lose health and victory yes. right now in yes. Jesus' name. Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Glory and honor. Father, we pray for Matt right now, Lord. We speak to Matt's back in the name of Jesus. As we just command every muscle to be loosed right now in his body in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for honor in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you for raising him up, Lord, in the name of Jesus. That this child will serve you all the days of his life as we speak healing into his body in the name of Jesus. Everything he eats, Lord God, he yes. will be able to receive and accept, yes. Lord, in the name of Jesus yes. Christ. Hallelujah. Lord, that he will grow healthy and whole in the name of Jesus. We thank you for healing his little body right now in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, we pray, Lord God, for uh, the Collins family, I believe it is, Lord God, the officer and his family, Lord. We just lift him up to you, or lift, lift up that family to you right now. And we ask that your love, your comfort, and your peace that passes all understanding would be with them right now, Lord God. Father, you know you've already seen the road that they've got to go down, Lord. And you know, Lord God, how you can take them down that road and you can help them through that road in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your love and comfort coming upon them right now. Now, Lord, I just speak provision to that family right now. Everything that they have need of is provided for, and we call it forth in the name of Jesus Christ right now. We thank you for taking care of that family, Lord, in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, pray for this three-year-old that was hit by this car. Lord, I don't know the situation, but I don't have to because you do. We thank you, Lord God, that you care for this three-year-old. We ask that you would minister in this situation, that you would heal him, raise him up, protect him, and keep him safe, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for glorifying yourself, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, we pray for Lisa Clark right now. Yes. We ask that you would continue to yes. touch her, minister to her, strengthen her, yes. oh God. Strengthen her yes. in her spirit, man, yes. right now with might and power yes. of your own spirit, Lord. Lord, we thank you for that peace once again that passes all understanding being imparted to her heart right now. Your holy hand of protection being upon her, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Lord God, the life that Donald lived, Lord, was for you. Yes. And he would want his wife taken care of. Yes. And we just loose the move of the Spirit yes. to take care of her. As you know, Lord God, she needs each and everything that she needs right now in Jesus' name, Lord. We give you the glory and the honor. Father, we just continue to lift up Bobby Clines to you as he goes. Lord God, through this rehabilitation, we ask that you would strengthen him. Lord God, most of all, draw him, oh Lord. I don't know a spiritual condition, but you do, Father God. Father, draw him to yourself. Draw him close to yourself. And Lord, we thank you for bringing complete and total healing to his body in the name of Jesus. But may he see that healing is brought forth and provided by you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you and we praise you. And Lord God, we just pray for Debbie right now, Lord. We thank you for drawing her as well, Father, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Mm. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, I plead your blood. I plead the blood of Jesus over Debbie right now. I come against every strategy of the devil that would come against her in Jesus' name. And I speak to her in the name of Jesus. Your Holy Spirit is loosed, hallelujah, to minister, to draw her close to yourself, Father, in Jesus' name. That she would come to herself right now and truly accept Jesus as her Lord and Savior and know Him and walk in Him in the name of Jesus. But Father, I humbly ask that you would begin to release revelation knowledge to her. That it would be seated deeply into her heart, Father God. That she would become that victorious Christian for you, Lord. Living for you in the ways that you desire for her to live, Father. Oh God, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Lord, as we leave this place today, I thank you for being with each and every one of us, Lord. We thank you once again for this word, Father. Seek this word deeply in our hearts, Lord. Help us to meditate upon it, upon it this week. And Father, as you bring it back to us throughout this week, Lord, may we just turn to the scripture or look it up on our phones and reread it and meditate on it again. That your spirit, that great teacher, would seat it deeply into our hearts. We thank you and praise you in the mighty name of Jesus and let everybody say amen. A couple of quick announcements before you head out the back door. I want to thank you for your continued faithfulness of your tithes and offerings. Don't forget if you're here, the yellow bucket's on the sound room wall. You can go to newlifeparisky.com and give there as well. We still need one more teacher. We only need just one more teacher for the younger children's church ages, ages four through seven years old. Uh, we have someone that will take it uh, twice a month. We need somebody else that will take it uh, twice a month. Amen. Now, I mean, you don't have to be female to teach this class. Uh, trust me, as a male, it's really fun to teach. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we still need one teacher uh, to, to help out there. Wednesday night Bible study here at the church. Uh, we're still teaching on the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dora. Fred, have y'all enjoyed Wednesday night Bible study? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Bless God. Amen. Uh, and you get treats in Wednesday night Bible study. You get candy. Anybody like candy? What time is that, Steve? Seven o'clock. What time is that? Amen. Praise God. And I tell you, to be honest with you, something's been on my heart. It's here soon. We're going to place an order for Jerry's and we just going to have supper. So y'all come and find out when that is, then we'll do it. Amen? Amen. Yeah, it's all right. Hey, I like to eat, so we need something to do. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, seriously, Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Amen. Praise God. You can't get enough word in you, you all. Praise the Lord. Please follow us on Facebook. Uh, subscribe uh, to our YouTube channel. Uh, we need more people to subscribe and like the YouTube channel so we get it out there. Praise the Lord. There's been, I don't know, 25 to 50 views on messages and services. Amen. Uh, some people that I think we're looking at it on Facebook or looking at it on YouTube. I don't know if we can tell where it comes from or not, Pastor Mark, but uh, uh, it, it's getting out there. But isn't it subscriptions and likes that really will get you out there? So please, uh, subscribe to that, amen. If y'all know a way that we can facilitate that to create more subscribers, we're willing to do it, amen. Praise the Lord. Don't forget Vacation Bible School, July 22nd and 23rd, amen. Please put that on your calendar. 23rd is going to be like a VBS Family Day. We're going to cook out and everything, amen. Uh, 22nd will be the actual VBS Day. We need a lot of help. 
Women's Silent Auction, June the 10th, amen. Uh, we're going to start that at 3.30 down at the uh, uh, courthouse. We're going to need your help uh, for that. So please uh, come and help out at that as well. And then Sunday School, or Church Picnic, June 25th after the morning service. Amen. Please, you all, mark your calendars unless I'll join in and be a part of that. Hallelujah. God bless you. We love you. Appreciate you. We've already prayed a prayer of dismissal. Just hug somebody by the neck. Shake them. Shake their hand. And, uh, shake them. Glad to be in the house of the Lord. God bless you. Amen.